So, um, I've got a great idea. Uh, all right. Uh, you know, I'm a little hesitant after your last one. No, this, this is going to be great. Uh, we're going to remake a George Romero classic. Oh, George A. Romero, the, uh, the, 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 the zombie guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, you awesome. Know? Uh, Dawn of the Dead, fantastic. You know, I like the Zack Snyder one, but I mean, I no, think... No, no, not that one. Uh, Snyder did it, and, and we they the studio feels it's too soon for us to redo a redo. So, think earlier uh, than that. Uh, okay, you know, I can see that. That was 2004, you know, that was a while ago now. Uh, okay, so you're thinking, like... Um, like Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead is great. It's a classic. The 1991 was okay, but we could do better. No, uh, no, it's it's in the public domain. Yes, and um, you know, but here's the thing: everyone knows it's in the, in the public domain. They're going to be expecting us to do it. Um, it's uh, and it's it's not technically a zombie movie because. The studio is like, zombies are kind of being done to death right now, if you pardon the pun. We want to do something like zombies, but not exactly zombies. Okay, well, I don't know why you said they're not zombies, because I'm assuming you're talking about Day of the Dead. That's great, the military thing will No, work. no. Uh, and the reason being is that, again, zombies have been kind of, uh, they've been pushed on the crowd quite uh, Quite a bit. Uh, I mean, George even did that Land of the Dead. So, I mean... Great success. Right. But we, you know, we're, it's going to be one of his lesser known, but uh, lesser appreciated... Uh, look, look, just, we're, we're, we're doing the crazies. Okay? Uh, the what now? The crazies. Uh, the crazies, you know, the... Uh, uh, it's uh, it's kind of like uh, 28 Days Later. They're not really z- zombies. They're more like infected. And uh, we've got Timothy Oliphant. And he's he's going to wear olive pants. It's going to be great. We're going to do that. Whoa. Wait a second. Wait a second. Are you just making this movie? We can't just pretend a movie existed and then do a remake of it. Like, it has to be a real movie to begin with. It can't it's, just... it's, it's, it's a real movie. It exists. He, he made it in the 70s. You're talking about Monkey Shines. That that was an '80s movie, um, and uh, no, it, this is the crazies. Trust me, if we we've got Oliphant on board, he's he's gonna be great. He's gonna be the good guy. He's gonna be the sheriff. Oh, that's that's some woeful miscasting. You know what? You know what? What do you mean? I think he'll do fantastic. Uh, can we get Danielle Panabaker? She's hot, and I want her number. If I say yes, will you agree to make the movie? Uh, sure. Fine, we'll, we'll put her in. Uh, you can get her number, and that this trust me, this is going to be at the very least a moderate box office success. All right, get me Radahahaha on the phone. Good. And that's that. That was the pitch meeting uh, that took place for the crazies. We had a microphone in the room that we did a transcript there, and we just figured we'd we dramatically read it for you as as we are wont to do here. On uh, what were they thinking? All of our openings are actually a hundred percent accurate representations of real life events, especially that WrestleMania eleven one. <laughs> yes, yes, we always got trouble with Vince for that one. They've got bugs in my office, damn it. There, we got the wrestling reference out of the way. He's got a puke. <laughs> because, uh, unbeknownst to us, we did not make a wrestling reference during Ben and Arthur. I would like to apologize to our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. I know they come to expect, they come to uh, see, have some certain expectations, and I feel like we let them down in that regard. 
Uh, yeah. But I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yes, yes. So we it's it's in there. It's it's there for posterity. Wrestling reference secured. So I guess we should do this every show now because now we're on some more platforms. Uh, we are also on Google Play. So you might oh be my listening goodness. to us on yeah on the on the Google Play and on the iTunes and on the Podbean and on the Pod Knife and on the Pocket Casts and on the <laughs> YouTube. These are you just making stuff up? Uh, no, I'm not making. T- <laughs> iTunes is a real thing. Podknife sounds fake. No, pod- no, I know. I've met Johnny iTunes. He's a good guy. Solid, <laughs> solid fella. Podknife is more of a site. Well, I'm just doing a free adver- advertisement for them now. More of a site where you can go and search for the podcast, and it takes you basically to the sites where it is available. So it's not a you can't play it off the site directly. So what you're saying is Podknife is a podcast search engine where all your favorite podcasts are right at the tip of your fingers. www.podknife.com. Search for what were they thinking. Use the promo code. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, essentially. That's essentially it, yeah. Yeah. Um, But no, we're on many different platforms. So I was just, what I was trying to go with that was, I am Brendan. And I'm Nathan. And this is our podcast about terrible or sometimes terribly enjoyable movies this one falling more into the latter category because yeah yeah we're talking <laughs> about the crazies yes the 2009 and remake of the 1973 film that i have never seen classic either one classic. I, I didn't watch this one either <laughs> no i haven't seen it either <laughs> <laughs> so wait um, so the 70s- i actually saw this i saw this one in theaters and i had no idea that it was uh, a remake until years later. I'll tell you uh, about this one. Uh, yeah, I also didn't know it was a remake, but um, for this one when it came out, I I didn't want to see it in theaters because, like we like we set, reenacted at the beginning, um, I had gotten pretty tired of the whole zombie genre too. I don't think I had gotten tired of, of the zombie genre. I just I was I was. I was getting more concerned with the um, uh, the departure from the more traditional zombies. I mean, because we had seen stuff in the the Zack Snyder remake where they're all running around, and uh, same thing with um, Twenty Eight Days Later. Uh, so we were getting stuff like that, and I've always kind of felt I like the shambling zombie. Because there is, they're in mass, but they're unstoppable. You know, unless you shoot them in the head, but they just keep. It's like a bug infestation. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's what uh, I think. That's when, what I kind of like about the more the shambling zombie as opposed to the uh, more of the twenty eight days later virus infected zombies. And this movie is an exception because the folks aren't zombies because they. They get sick and they become insane. Mm-hmm. They don't die, and you can shoot them by shooting them in the you know in the chest or in the head and or wherever you know is like the way you would kill a normal uh, human being, I guess. This is essentially like bath salts before bath salts were a thing. Yeah, I yeah, mean, uh, are... I mean, it, not not. Uh, would... Yeah, I, I could see that. Like, think of the zombie or the 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 guy in Florida who ate somebody's face a few years ago. Yeah. That actually We're happened, topical. guys. <laughs> yeah, a few years ago, hot off the presses. Yeah, so, so yeah, that that's why I guess this movie kind of 
gets a pass from me, and I wouldn't classify it as a zombie movie because the people get sick and go mad, you know? Yeah, it's more of a... It, it, in that sense, it's almost more like 28 Days Later where they were uh, infected with rage or whatever that was. Right, and with the with 28 Days Later, um, aside from the... Uh, their, the I guess the dying portion of it, because there were a pe- couple people who died and then like came back as rage patients or whatever. There was that bit at the end where the father uh, gets uh, like the droplet of blood falls in his eye, and he has his farewell to his little girl, and then he he goes mad and he you know attacks everybody. Spoiler alert for Twenty Eight Days Later. <laughs> 28 years later now. Hey! <laughs> well, I would not be surprised if you told me Brendan Gleeson was that old. <laughs> I But I actually, you know, I remember seeing 28 Days Later. I, I went and saw it in theaters, and I really enjoyed it, again, simply because it was more of a, of a direct sickness as opposed to dying and then reanimating. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not talking about 28 Days Later. We're talking about the crazy. <laughs> oh, we're not? Oh, shit. I'll just close my notes. With Hang on. the Timothy Olive Pants. Oh, Timothy Olive Pants. And Radahaha. <laughs> ha Michelle is, yeah. the, uh, is his wife. Rada. However you say her name. I, I like to think of it as Radahaha. <laughs> now, we mentioned this earlier, but it <laughs> it's crazy like, he's fine in this movie, and he's a good lead and everything, but to choose Timothy Oliphant, who's At known, the time. Yeah. Who's known for playing, like, drug dealers and criminals as, like, the uh, sheriff of, like, a small, friendly town. Yeah, because I think at the time, the only things I had seen him in were Go, where he was a drug dealer. Yeah. And uh, The Girl Next Door, where he was uh, a pimp-esque porn producer. And a drug dealer, I believe, too. Okay, so there you go. Uh, it wasn't until years later when he got to be in, like, Justified and um, Dead Deadwood? Yeah. He was in Deadwood, wasn't he? Yeah. And then he did that movie with Kevin Smith where that pissed off Kevin oh, Smith a uh, lot. Die Hard 4? <laughs> uh, that and... Um, <laughs> no, what was that other one? They, they were in, like, a movie with Jennifer Garner or something. Was it Catch and Release yeah, or Holiday or something yeah, like that? that? Catch and Release. Where he yeah. said apparently Timothy Oliphant doesn't do improv very well. <laughs> Fancy that, an, an actor who just, you know, acts and doesn't do improv. So, The Crazies. Much like yes. law-abiding, much like law-abiding citizen, we absolutely don't waste any time. And No, we get right into in. the fire. Fire. Fire everywhere. Yep. And we find out the whole thing. Just about takes place over like two days. Yeah, crazy. It's like two or three. There you go. Uh, it's about two or three days uh, for the whole movie. But um, yeah, you get a, a shot of that downtown in flames and the the house burning and everything like that. And then they're just like, oh, two days earlier. <laughs> yeah, and the the cool thing about the opening uh, is. It's kind of cliche now, but at the time, it, like a lot of movies were doing it, like Hills Have Eyes remake did it, and a few other ones like that, uh, where you open with like a kind of uh, uh, like a, I know, it's a Johnny Cash tune here, but it's like a, a calmer like song you wouldn't think to hear in a horror movie. Well, actually, this one because uh, we mentioned uh, Snyder's 
Dawn of the Dead remake, actually they he used this uh, song as well, uh, When the Man Comes Around by Johnny Cash. Oh, no, this is a different song. The Crazies has a different one. What song? I thought it was. I thought it was when the man comes around. I just wrote Johnny Cash for my note. But I thought it was when. It's like we'll meet again in the end or something. Like it's, Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. But I mean you're both right. we'll... both Johnny Cash though. Interestingly. Yeah. Um. But like. Well, I mean, if you if you want to if you want to convey a a, 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 a I guess a somber vulnerability, uh, you're gonna want to go with uh, late years Johnny Cash. Yeah, and even, like, not to skip ahead or talk about the plot at the end or anything, but even at the end they close with a song that, like, normally you wouldn't expect in a horror movie. And, like I said, it's it's kind of old hat now, but at the time it was kind of like, oh, that's an interesting thing to do. Hmm. But I digress. Family medical clinic. <laughs> oh, wait, we're not even there yet. No, uh, not even. No, because we open on a baseball game where we essentially meet many of the main characters. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Olive Pants. Uh, the, the They're tan. They're tan. <laughs> well, we can't call them tan pants. <laughs> Timothy Tan Pants. Timothy Tan Pants. TTP. We meet TTP. And uh, he. Um, uh, and the principal, who apparently has a lot of parking tickets. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he pays for. He pays for tan pants. Uh, Copy. <laughs> okay, and okay. Like, it's decided. It's Tan Tan. <laughs> Sheriff doesn't pay for his coffee. Well, thanks. Much obliged, Principal, but the Principal still pays for his parking tickets. Yeah. Start him a tab. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, there's just this, like, nice little baseball game. Uh, now, here's the thing. They're showing the, the crowd, and the kids are playing the... the are uh, they kids? Cause they well, looked, they're high school kids. They, they looked, like, full grown adults well they grown they grown uh they grown big in iowa (laughs) fine so they're they're playing baseball and uh you're getting shots of like all the town folk because you know pretty soon they're gonna be filling body bags and um uh you get the first infected but he you know looking at some of the folks in the stands and I don't know if they did this on purpose or they just had like you know really terrible extras. Some of the folks already looked sick. Really? To me, anyways. I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch that. That might be a subtle thing. That might be like a subtle uh, uh, thing to say. Oh, not, not he's not the only one. Or it could be that they were still in their makeup and they just forgot or like just kind of hid them in the crowd. Maybe. Or it was just like a gross hot day in Iowa that, when they were filming. That, that's very true. <laughs> also. Do we even know where they shot? They might have just shot it in, like, California or something. Mm, maybe Oregon. Yeah. I de- it, does, it definitely doesn't have a California look. I'm just thinking, like, probably not If the they place did California, it would have been, like, Northern California. Yeah. Because there's very, very country uh, settings. It, it wasn't like, you know, Ben and Arthur where they went to Vermont and it was, like, littered with palm trees. Beautiful Vermont. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this film slightly, uh, better made than Ben and Arthur, just so you guys know. (laughs) So, yeah, so we get the first guy, uh, Rory, I think his name was Rory Calhoun, which is like... It was not. Well, his name was definitely Rory. I thought they said his last name was Calhoun. (laughs) That would have been great. (laughs) But anyway, he's the town drunk, and he has a shotgun. He was the former town drunk, because remember his his wife said he was, uh... He'd been sober for two years or something. You know how proud he was of that. 
Yeah. But uh, Rory, Rory has a shotgun. Uh, Tan Tan <laughs> goes up and confronts. Tan pants. Tan pants. I thought you were calling him Tan Tan. No, I said, I said Tan pants. Jeez, Timothy, you've gone through so many. What I call him Tan Tan? He doesn't have a dog named Snooey. <laughs> All right, so Tan Pants goes uh, TP for short. Uh, goes mm-hmm. up to confront Rory Calhoun, and he says uh, he basically tries to get him to lower the gun. Uh, he is about to shoot Tam- uh, TP in the face, and TP shoots him and kills him dead right in front Boom. of all the whole town. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> now this this is not like a major part of the movie because obviously it goes off the rails pretty quickly here with the whole disease thing. But one thing, mm-hmm. one problem I have here is the town friggin' turns on him pretty quickly. Like, well, like, yeah, like you, you, you just <laughs> shot, you just shot this guy dead. Um, guys, I don't know how many people were at this baseball game. Cause it looks like the whole town was, he had a shotgun and pointed it at his face. Yeah. That was, it was a righteous shoot. <laughs> what, what do you, what do you, what do you want? What do you want TP to do? Or Righteous Kill, as they say. Maybe we should do that one. That one's actually a pretty good movie, though. Oh, God, the follow-up to Heat? I guess, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Put it that way. 50 Cent, <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, he just straight-up kills Rory, but, like, the... Ta- especially, well, I, I, I get, like, the, the wife and the, and the son, but, like, mm. all the other people, like, there's even a guy later that says, Oh, what are you gonna do, shoot me in the head? Yeah, that was he was a bit of a deek. Yeah, well, he's like, yeah, what he's like, oh, if I if I found it as a reward, it was McGregor, by the way. M- McGregor. McGregor, Rory McGregor. Oh, not Rory Calhoun. No, because uh, the Scotty was his son, right? Oh no, Scotty was the. Uh, Scotty was the boyfriend. Was the boyfriend, right? Sorry, my bad. He has a large part in this movie. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> and not like Mariah's large part. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same we'll forever thing. live on in infamy <laughs> so that's gonna be like our wrestling thing <laughs> one <laughs> reference to mariah's penis in every episode so yeah that's pretty much instigates the rest of the movie and like you said we find out he's uh he's stone cold sober yes because when they do the uh, the autopsy they do the uh, the blood alcohol check and it's at 0.0 yes sir um and wow so, I, this isn't a big thing, but, like, I just wrote down inexplicably sanding wood. <laughs> because when he... Oh, can, no, it's because he's dealing with it. He's, that's yeah. His, that's, his, that's his method of getting... Of, yeah. Is sanding some wood. Um, and Brida Ha 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 is, uh, is his wife, of course, the doctor. Uh, unlike Monkey Bone, he does not call her Doc. Mm. And I don't think she met him as a patient. <laughs> But she does try to fix his nightmares. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Hamill. Sorry. Uh, it was bugging me. I knew it wasn't Calhoun. Rory Hamill? <laughs> Rory Hamill. Okay. Yeah, so Rory. So sell that. Calhoun <laughs> Hamill. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um. So I got to... Did you know? Did you think it was well, weird? Getting, he's sanding the thing because they're getting ready for their, their kid. He's building furniture and stuff. Yeah. It just yeah. it's just funny how he that's he's like, that's how that's he's his like, cathartic way. I'm not gonna drink. I'm just gonna construct furniture. <laughs> you know what? God, that was a tough game. I'm gonna go build a couch. 
<laughs> but the, uh, the the thing here that stuck out, they go, they go back to the sheriff's office. This is where he finds out the blood alcohol content was uh, zero. Zero. Um, yeah. They got Deputy Russell uh, d- uh, manning the phones. <laughs> and and like, he even says, well, the sheriff's not here. Do you want to speak to the deputy? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you usually have, like, someone doing that? Well, it is it is a small town, uh, so... I did write... But, I mean, even Critters had uh, Lynn Shea. Exactly. Where was Ooh, Lynn We're Shea? doing a lot of deep cuts today, aren't we? Oh, referencing all past episodes. <laughs> where was... Uh, yeah, where was Lynn Shea? Um, <laughs> yeah, Russell is, uh, is an interesting character. But, uh, yeah. So, I got just got one question for you, Nathan. What would they think? <laughs> No, 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 no. This we're not doing. We're not, this isn't Ben and Arthur. I enjoyed watch, watching this movie and taking notes. My kid didn't watch it. Didn't like <laughs> watching it all that much, though. No, a little, a little, a little much. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's perfectly acceptable to watch this movie with a twelve-year-old, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I believe it's only rated PG. Yeah, she was. She was fine. <laughs> it's not. It's. It's not even like the goriest. Uh, it's not even really that gory, honestly. I like the pitchfork is like the worst part about the whole thing. But we'll get to that. Yep, because now we get to uh, old Bill. Bill and Bill is ill. Bill is very ill, and yep. he repeats himself. Uh, I'm a fine. Few times. She worries too much. Yep. yep. And uh, this uh, this is an alarming situation. If if you've ever watched any horror movie ever, <laughs> because obviously <laughs> this is not going to end well. Uh, I actually have that in several notes in this. Uh, <laughs> just the setups alone it's like they're really tropey horror situations and like when we you know later that night at bill's place when uh they can't find him and his wife and his son are very concerned so she goes out to look because she hears him out in the barn or she at least she hears the wheat thresher going out in the barn and it's a dark night and there's a wheat thresher running, and I'm like, she's out in the barn. This is going to end well. <laughs> it actually does kind of end well, because she doesn't get clipped there. She goes back to help her son, and that's when things go awry. See, I thought when you said it actually does end well, I was like, where is your psyche going with this? <laughs> it ends well temporarily. Yeah. She, you know, she, does, she doesn't get killed in the barn. Yeah, because... Uh... Guess what, guys? Bill fucking kills his wife and his kid. (laughs) Like, cold. It's not rage victim beating them up and and trying... He locks them in a a, a hall closet and sets the house on fire. Yeah, he burns them alive. Absolute calmness demeanor. And that's, that's really the, I guess, the unsettling part for a lot of the stuff that happens in this movie is that the dead calm that uh everybody has before they you know start their attack i guess and even uh yeah so then they and and like this is a weird thing because the cops show up and they um because the, the house is on fire bill's just like sitting outside rocking back and forth and here's like he he burns their whole house like to the ground like there is no question and um like pours gasoline all the way down the stairs and lights it and it just goes right up and the only note I could take was you see Arthur this is how you do it <laughs> Bill's so yeah if you want to kill a priest Arthur just watch Joe. 
this the crazies. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I was going to say 28 days later. <laughs> um, yeah. He's got that eerie whistling. I do have that two. What's... I do have two, like, during the scene where he's, like, the place is, like, burning down. They have that other horror trope where uh, it's, like, the jump scare that's actually the fake out. But yeah. this one is so <laughs> insane because the kid suddenly pops out of nowhere, grabs his mother ar- mother's arm, and the sound is just like, Aah! like it's so like, <laughs> over the top. Like, like where did that sound even come from? <laughs> I thought her arm was made of like metal or something. <laughs> and, and like, oh, what I was gonna say is like, I kind of wanted to see the thing where they said he was mowing his lawn. Like that would have been kind of better to see than just like hear about. Oh, where like when they, you know, when they, his place is burning down around him, his wife and kid are trapped inside, and he's just trimming the grass. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. It would have certainly again added to the eeriness of his uh, of the calm demeanor of everything is executed uh, in this movie when it comes to you know the folks who are sick. Exactly, and also because even with Russell, like later on in the movie, when you start to suspect that he's sick it's a real slow build to it and i'm just gonna say this when he starts to turn which again is later did you notice like his face looked different like yeah not even so much i don't know if like the makeup changed or something but it was a subtle thing but he almost he looked more like a villain somehow. yeah a little more pallid and and uh well you know what the the <laughs> that rat face facial hair they had him sporting in this movie didn't help his case at all at any time. No. <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, Bill fucking kills him. Um. And then we uh, we find out uh, someone uh, crashed a plane in the water. Yeah, thanks to uh, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, oh look, yeah, yeah, yeah. The poachers are the ones who find it, and you know what? It really without poachers or hunters, you know. No bodies would be found in the woods. So you know um, what we got to say right now. Uh, what were they thinking? Fully one hundred percent supports uh, the poaching of wild animals. Uh, not necessarily the poaching, but we uh, we at least support hunting, because without hunters, no one would find bodies. I'm just kidding, you fucking animals. I I support hunting. So up yours, Brendan. I will not get on board of this train. I don't care. Whatever. I do what I want. I run with twelve hunters, <laughs> and we only kill buffalo. There you go. Uh, twelve hunters. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> or, you know, we we meet. Uh, you know, a couple weeks <laughs> of the year around October. You have meetings. Well, we call them hunting trips, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying. And this is actually where we find out who the real villain uh, of the movie is. And I know that we're on uh, one of the formats now. But Google Maps is apparently uh, the villains in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because every now and then we just cut to, like, a zoom out of the uh, of the city, like the map. And yep. uh, and then I think pretty close to around this time it starts to say, it says, like, initiate, uh, like, protocol or something like that. Yes. Containment protocol. Yes, so containment like, protocol. So, again, it's one of those scenes where you're like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, and that's where the uh, the uh, the guy who's taken the sheriff out to look for the plane that was reported by the poachers uh, says he tells him the sheriff tells him the guy who's piloting the boat to knock it off or whatever, and then he's like, "What are you shoot me too?" Yeah, right there, I was like, like, 
You, what a dick. You deserve a shot to the f- <laughs> You should shoot him. If in that movie, Tim, Al- Tim, uh, sorry, not Tim Oliphant, what am I saying? TP. Tan Pants. Tan Pants. If in that, if in the movie, Tan Pants had turned around and just shot him in the face, I'd have been like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he deserved it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Absolutely. But no, they find a giant plane and a dead pilot. And uh, find out that the water flows into town through old Rory's house and then through Bill's. So they figure some, Ogden Marsh. Something's in the water. Yeah, Ogden so, Marsh is yeah. the friendliest place on earth. Sorry about your ancestral home there, Shane, but uh, apparently it was nuked. <laughs> oh, poor Shane Ogden. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and then we get the greatest. He goes to see the mayor and he's like, we need to shut off the water. And I. You know, the that mayor. A uh, lounging poolside without a shirt, ghastlier than a thousand ghouls. <laughs> it reminded me of that whole thing from The Simpsons with the Australian Prime Minister. Yes. <laughs> hey, gents, what's the good word? Oi, Jerry! <laughs> and I! <laughs> but yeah, yikes indeed. Mm. Um, and, and he does that stereo... You get you get a lot of like as entertaining as this movie is. I will wholeheartedly admit there are a lot of uh, big time horror tropes in it. Um, this one being the 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 one character that doesn't believe anything that's going on is actually an issue, uh, right? Because he's all, oh, we can't shut off the water on a whim, and uh, <laughs> don't don't what, what? Stop it! I don't know what I did, but anyway, knock it off. Uh, we can't shut down the water on a whim, and he says. Uh, and then, and then T- Tan Pants does it anyway. Well, yeah, because, you know, he knows what's going on. I mean, you should listen to your mayor, I think. Your... Uh, you know... I'm just, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Not him. No. Not him. No. No. Maybe, maybe if it was just... Has that guy ever played, like, a legitimate, uh, I don't know, even, like, a, a sidekick to a hero or anything like that? Every time uh, I've seen that character act, I don't even know his name... Uh, in a movie, he's he's always uh, either just uh, your you know your pleas are falling on deaf ears, or you know he's just he won't pay attention to what's actually going on. Are you talking about the mayor character? Yeah, the mayor character. Yeah. Oh no, I don't th- like the actor. You, you're saying you recognize? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen that guy before. Oh, I've seen him in all kinds of stuff, and it's he's always like, you know, just doesn't listen sort of thing <laughs> he probably has like a like a default script that he shows up with and he's like all right just change a couple of the words around and uh we'll just shoot this oh thing. here we go yeah no well that well that's it i mean he was um he was on er okay. for quite a while was i guess he, was he the guy who, who was like skeptical of every disease <laughs> probably <laughs> um he's uh yeah uncle tobin all these sound like doubting people oh he was pastor wilson in a million ways to die in the west well all right all right then, there you go. So, so yeah, his I've always seen him as like that that type of uh, a character where he's like he he he's not one to necessarily go along with what the um, the voice of reasons talking about. Now listen here, I've been the mayor of this town, population twenty seven for many years, <laughs> and I know when my water's good. <laughs> I'm gonna take a swim in it right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, the mayor's fucked. <laughs> that, in that pool, like I mean, just that the the pool seemed a little out of place. It was almost like they built it for the show. Oh yeah, no, that, movie. that's what I was gonna. Uh, yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, wait, what? It just has it in the middle of the farm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get back into town, and uh, old Bill is 
he's messed up. Yeah, well, you, you, I mean, I mean, I guess he just uh, standing. The in bloody a cell, handprint on the wall, standing still, staring into, into thin air. I mean, if you if you think that's weird, then I guess that's weird, man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bill's pretty. Bill's pretty fucked. Yeah. And um, I think this is pretty much where we get into the uh, the whole uh, takeover thing, or not not NXT takeover, but. The uh, protocol. Yeah, because uh, mm. Tan Pants can't get a phone signal. Uh, there's, he puts there's, it together because there's no Wi-Fi. There's no, <laughs> there's no Wi-Fi, and he's like, something is afoot. Well, you know what? It's it, it's funny that they you know they use that as like the aha moment for him. Uh, I it's something that gets used a lot now though. Yeah. Like people are like, I can't get any, I can't get a cell reception. I can't get any like Wi-Fi or anything like that. So they automatically, something's amiss. Well, it would have been, it would have been great if that was the mayor's aha moment. They go back to the mayor and he's like, oh, I can't get on my Facebook. <laughs> I, I hear, what were they thinking? Just upload a new episode. I need to check it out. Why can't I get onto the interwebs? <laughs> All I can watch is the, I, I all I can watch is the Kiss and Meets the Phantom of the Park episode I recorded years ago. Oh man, I was actually talking about that episode today with somebody. Yeah, yeah. It uh, how just dreadful the the audio quality. <laughs> no, just how dreadful the movie is. Oh, good lord! About the uh, you know how uh, one of the one of the band members it's not his voice. Uh, the other one who just says act all the time and then gene simmons roars <laughs> fantastic movie mm. um yeah so where, where are we we got the kiss meets the fan of the park oh oh we're going into the morgue the Wi-Fi and goes down. Uh, because i'm like yeah he's going into the morgue this will end well <laughs> okay the guy when he sees the guy um and his mouth is like stitched closed that was like the oh. funeral director right no, it was the uh, the the it was the the minister, the funeral director, or the the morgue guy was the one who attacked him. Okay, so my question is, aren't his eyes are sewn shut too, right? Um, I yes. Okay, so how does he know that the guy's right behind him? Were they sewn shut? They were. Did he... They they the stitches were over his eyes, and he goes behind you. Oh, maybe he can see just ever so much. Because they weren't clamped shut. It's it's a stretch because he's laying down and he can barely. It's clouding his vision already as it is, and like mm-hmm. the guy's behind tan pants. So I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, what? What are you talking about? Or maybe he just realizes that you know he's the you know the, there's nobody else down there but him and the now insane uh, coroner. <laughs> you said but. Okay. <laughs> Good one. Oh, gave me the old Ultimate Warrior. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, he has this, uh, crazy fight with, um, a crazy, a crazy. And, um, you know what? Uh, Tan Pants wasn't ready, but Bonesaw was ready. <laughs> Here we go. Another wrestling. Boom. Oh, we right, got to pack this episode great. with them. Yeah. Cause we got to make up for Ben and Arthur. <laughs> the whole, the world. One. Sam Marovich needs to make up for Ben and Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they get, um, now here's here's one thing uh, I want to say too about this whole scene. When he eventually kills the fun- the doctor or whatever, uh, the coroner and the mortician. Yeah, yeah. Um, the saw is just like still going after him because it's like connect. It's still yes. plugged in. Why doesn't he just jump up and grab it by the other side? 
I, I don't know. You know <laughs> the scene itself was kind of nuts. So. It just goes right for his crotch, and thankfully old yeah. Russell is there to stop him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's funny, Russell stops it, and then like pulls back, and then unplugs it. Why wouldn't he just unplug it? Yeah, it's like, like Russell, in the world of the film, Russell does not know there's a camera there for dramatic effect. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Well, I, he knows Google's watching. That's that's true. Google, the villain, Google Earth again. Yep. <laughs> so. We're not going to be on Google Play for very long. <laughs> hey, Google Play, listen, I got no beef with Google Play, but Google it's Earth. Google Earth. Google Earth, they, they're giving, they're, you know, something's not right there. Yeah. I've said it since day one. Um, yeah, so they get out of there, and uh, I think, yeah, this is pretty much where he returns home, and uh, Radahahaha is somehow able to see that there's someone in the yard, even though she's standing on the other side of the room and, and like, can't even see the window from where she is. <laughs> yeah, and he goes to the creepy barn, and that's going to end well. <laughs> they should have just called this movie, That's Going to End Well. That's Going to End Well. <laughs> But yeah, he goes to the creepy barn, and boom! Government agents everywhere. Yes, soldiers. and and you should trust faceless officials. That was the thing with this movie. It was like they uh, anybody who was um, was not infected and needed to be robbed of their humanity was immediately given like a gas mask or a hazmat suit. Yeah, I mean, there's like one exception within the in the entire uh like all the government bad guys or whatever that actually is a genuine good guy i'd say but he gets his mask taken off he gets his humanity oh back. yeah oh oh you're getting all like you're getting all like deep <laughs> on this thing well you know i did i did uh, i was able to uh make ben and arthur seem like a, a secretly ingenious movie i'd argue that the guy later that tells them a bit more information uh when he doesn't have his mask on he's not a great person either well no but i mean it doesn't make him uh, a hero but no masks equals more human that's true i guess you know yeah so this is uh this is where we find out that Radahahaha is pregnant Yes, because that's why she has an elevated temperature. She has an elevated temperature, and she gets uh, put in this crazy room where she basically goes on the like murder tour. She they they think she's infected because of the elevated temperature. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, there we see uh, Danielle uh, Panabaker, and she is very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just have a note that said. Uh, rah, 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 Michelle and Danielle Panabaker are both hot. That's all. <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. We should watch some Linda Cardellini movies or some Ellen Page stuff so I can go on ranch like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no issues there. We'll just so, next, next grandma's boy it is next on what were they thinking? A whole season of Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> I think what they were thinking there. Let's make a fantastic show that's never going to be appreciated in its time. Yeah, isn't that Linda Cardellini the main? She's in that. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yep. Yeah. She's awesome in that. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, good acting. Um, man, she all around. (laughs) Hey, hey. (laughs) talented and a delight to regard. All right. So, so we're in the processing uh, facilities and. Tan Pants needs is saying he needs to get back to his wife 
and there's another guy who's like, yeah, they took my wife, but they're putting us all on buses, so I figure she'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, eh, who needs a... And old Tampan says, look, um... Because oh, he's like, why are you going back? Why are you risking your life for that? And uh, he's like, look, George, I won't. If you don't question me about why I can't leave my wife here, I won't question you about why you can. Yeah, that guy, that other guy's a dick. I was, that was a good burn, man. That was a good sick burn. Oh, yeah, you see him kind of like <laughs> sink into his own skin, too. Yeah. <laughs> so this is probably like the one of the more uh, terrifying little scenes here. But this is... Uh, uh, his wife, um, is in this room as well as uh Danielle Panabaker, whatever you want to call her. I don't know what to call Danny her. Pants. Danny Pants. Dan, Dan Pants. Dan, Dan, Dan Pants. Dan Pants. And, oh Dan Dan Pants oh, and Tan oh, Pants. Dan Pan and run a ha 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 ha. Dan Pan and run a ha ha ha. Okay, I like it. Um, so they're in the room, and we get the appearance of the principal from earlier, who is clearly crazy now. He, yeah, he's infected. And he's got a pitchfork, and he just starts stabbing people. It is probably the most unsettling scene in the movie. However, I I think some of those people he's mercy-killing, because some of those people are well, infected. He is, and but it's, it's just, it's not so much the, um... I guess the loss of innocent life is just the way that he's going about it. Like he's doing that long, slow walk, just dragging the pitchfork behind him. And it's making that, you know, that ting, 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 ting kind of as it's dragging along the floor. And it's creating that little, little bitty blood trail, uh, almost like it was being painted with like a, a fine paintbrush or something like that. And then he just goes crazy and, you know, stab somebody, like, right through the bed. Yeah, well, he does it to, like, three or four people, I think, before he even gets yeah. to our our, uh, our two uh, main females. Um, Who are not ill. No, no, and, like, that's... Well, I, I question if uh, Dan Pants was ill or not, because... Okay. Or Dan Pan, because uh, there's a scene later where she's kind of coughing and stuff, and they don't really play on that. But I mean, then she's out of the movie shortly after that. So I wonder. But yeah, she never gets that pallid, sickly look that um, that Russell gets. That's true. But I thought maybe they were hinting at the fact that she could have been sick had she had lived longer in the movie. Yeah. But uh, they make the save. Uh, Tan Pants shows up and pl- oh, plugs them. Be- yeah, but first, before they do that, old he's about. When old Dan Pants is about to get killed by the uh, the principal, uh, she rada ha 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 goes no, and the principal's like oh, and then she's like oh, I didn't think that through. Yeah, not at all. Now I get to, now I get to be next. Yeah, but she doesn't because Tan Pants shows up with old Sadie. That's what I named his gun that they didn't take from the uh, police station and plugs the principal. Yeah. I also wrote down this exchange, this dialogue exchange. I think it's between uh, Tan Pants and Russell. He says, uh, "It's you know what? What? We're in trouble. <laughs> brilliant. Just, yeah, brilliant. It was just so like, uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know what, uh, what you're going for in that one. But yeah, I, I, I kind of got that so far. <laughs> the thing he asked, are you okay? No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine right no not particularly um there's a lot of walking in this movie 
I just want to say. Yes. They, they, they don't, yeah. they don't, I mean, there's not... I, not Lord of the Rings level, but what? still, they, they do a fair bit of foot trotting. Not Lord of the Rings level in the sense that the coverage of it, but I feel like mm. just in the sense, like, of how much you know that they're walking, it's, like, pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Like, because they, they, they walk, like, 10 miles to get somewhere. They walk, like, another 15 or so to get somewhere else. Like, it's it's pretty great. It's a lot of walking. I did like how Tan Pants ordered Russell not to get sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not going to get sick, okay? That's an order. <laughs> I'm the sheriff and you're the deputy. How about that? How about that unsettling scene? So they break out of the the place because, well, basically we should say that the reason that guy was going around pitchforking people is because that place got invaded by crazies where they were keeping uh, potential uh, disease-ridden people. Well, they didn't say that necessarily the guys who attacked um, uh, the compound were uh, infected, but they wanted to break their loved ones out because they crashed the the fence with a truck. Yeah. You know, at that point, you don't necessarily know if they're, uh, if they are actually crazy or if they're just forming a militia and they're not going to take it because it's, you know, government overreach. They're not going to take it. Thanks, D. You're welcome. So, yeah, but, um, but basically the government agents are gone, but there's a really unsettling scene here where they get out of the building and that old woman is just like walking around looking for someone. Uh, did, yeah. did Peter call? Uh, and she's just like <laughs> looking at all the bodies. I was like, hey. Well, maybe uh, you know, Trixie affects people differently. It doesn't make everybody go absolutely bonkers crazy. Well, that's that's what I'm wondering. Like, is she a crazy, or is she just like so distraught by this whole thing that it's just caused her to kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe it's like the the Doom virus from Doom. The, the, oh God, <laughs> Doom coming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is they they see all the 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 cars are booted. Oh, yeah. um, This is my favorite shot of the whole movie. (laughs) When they're walking through the, the, um, the, the, the wreckage, there's Mm -hmm. just a couple of baseball players and they're just punching a car. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, and then there were, there was another one, there was someone was fighting a dumpster. Yeah. They're just, oh, I think that's what it is. Yeah. They're just punching it. Just over and over again. I was really hoping that somebody was going to be like punching a building just so I could write, son, you can't fight City Hall. <laughs> this is the political thriller of the year. The crazies. Yeah, but they didn't, so. Missed opportunity. Yeah, and then we find out that uh, these guys, there's guys that are infected and they're hunting humans. And, and I actually had to question as to whether or not they were absolutely infected because they were working... Uh, together yeah i was gonna say that too i i didn't like at first i was like oh they're infected and then i thought these are the hunters from earlier are they not yeah and that's the poachers Well, maybe this is an infection maybe this is just them like their true selves you know it's kind of like a like a purge scenario yeah they figure they're gonna be able to get away with it because you know the government's doing that anyways right yeah exactly (laughs) ladies and gentlemen the purge a movie where everybody is secretly a murderer (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, love those movies. They're great. <laughs> so they get they get out of this they get out of this area basically. Wait for the hunters to uh, to drive away. Um, did you see Russell grab a handful of boob? I did not. Okay, well this is the part where she sees like a farm, uh, Scotty's farm, which is uh, right Dan Pan's uh, boyfriend. Right. <laughs> so when they run up to it. Um, 
and Russell stops her from going in the door because Scotty has a gun because he's paranoid. Oh. He totally <laughs> grabs a handful of boob. He does the shortstop and yeah, and I even <laughs> noticed like a little look on her face. It wasn't overt, but it was almost like the actress was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what did you do?" <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Rose McMeow and when, when uh, in Ready to Rumble when she was kind of pissed off at David Arquette and them talking about her boobies. Oh yeah, oh Rose McGowan. Yeah. Mm. Can she just be in everything? <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Fantastic Rose McMeow. <laughs> but yeah, they they. You know, uh, they meet up with uh, old Scotty, and and uh, Scotty and, and, and Dan Pan have a, a tender moment, and it's romance in the time of ultra cholera. <laughs> I like that. That's one of my favorite novels. Romance in the time of ultra cholera? Yeah. The, anima- the, uh, the illustrations are really nice. Okay. <laughs> but then Scotty gets gunned the fuck down. By the yeah. government people because his and then and no he he doesn't he gets uh, he gets immolated uh, they shoot him but then they just burn him and his mom yeah well that's what I mean like he gets gunned down and then his mom gets gunned down and then they burn them yeah it, it, damn you Google <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Nathan this is the last episode on Google Play first and last <laughs> <laughs> guys watch if you wa- listen to the show on Google Play quickly listen to the catalog. <laughs> Before they pull us, we love you, Google Play, but you gotta keep an but eye on Google that. Earth. You are the scourge. You gotta keep an eye on those guys, really. Yeah. Um. And this is where we have the the soldier because they're they're the government or Google Earth is searching the um <laughs> searching the farm, and they uh, they take one of one of the soldiers like kind of hostage. They wrestle his gun from him, and then. He gets his face, his his mask removed, so you see his face, which gives him a bit of his humanity back. Yep, and you and see that he's is... like a fairly young guy too. Yeah, and then they, he, uh, he obviously he's like he didn't sign on to to gun down innocent civilians. He didn't even know what he was doing. They just said keep your mask on. If you take your mask off, you'll die. Mm-hmm. And this is where we find out that what they're dealing with is possibly an airborne virus. I love that line, like in horror movies, or not just horror movies, but you get a lot of movies where someone's like, you know, I didn't sign on for this. Just once I'd like to see a movie where it's like, yeah, this is what I signed up for. I wanted to shoot yep. innocents. <laughs> clocked, clocked, and ready to rock. <laughs> but yeah, they let him go, and, and like eventually, um, on the mm-hmm. basis that he won't tell anyone. And I was actually surprised. This is not the first time I watched this movie, obviously, but when I first watched this movie, I was actually surprised that. Uh, they didn't have a fake didn't. out where he actually told yeah. everyone. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like that, you got to see his face. So he, there's there's some humanity to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then they immolate Scott and his mom. And man, she is smoking. Wouldn't it have been interesting? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been kind of interesting later on if uh, you know when not to jump the gun, but when Russell dies, gets killed. Um, for the guy that maybe one of the guys that killed him to be that kid, that would have been a nice little uh, yeah, that would have tied a nice little end on. I kind of thought it was gonna come back, yeah, but they don't really do anything with that. I mean, it's a nice moment, but like they don't, it doesn't really come back at all. I mean, considering the um, you know the the movie in and of itself, it's it doesn't lend too well or too much to the uh, the intellectual or the uh, you know, great filmmaking. I mean, it's it's a fun movie, and uh, I enjoyed watching it. 
but I don't, I didn't seek it out looking for nuance. What? <laughs> I will say, though, that I should have said this off the top, but this is the best reviewed movie I think we've ever done. This has a seven, yeah. 71 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's, I think it's the only fresh one we've done. <laughs> well, no, didn't we? We did one. Shit, when was it? It actually had a, a really good audience score, but a really terrible critic score. Oh, yeah, and this is weird, too. Uh, this one actually doesn't have a very good audience score. Yes. Um, but no, I think this is the first, like, fresh, like, critic score, I should say. Well, yeah, I done. mean, it's... Yeah, it's only got a 56% audience score. Yeah, which is surprise, it surprises me. I thought it was going to be higher. Yeah, it's weird, because, man, this movie delivers what it promises. Yeah, for sure. My next note just says Furious Laundry. It's where she they go back to um, they go back to their place, uh, back to Tampans's house, and um, in order for her to, I guess, uh, compartmentalize everything that's going on, uh, ha 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 starts doing laundry, and like she's doing it at a furious pace, uh, a fast and furious pace. There you go. Oh, if only she was in those movies, that joke would have landed better. <laughs> And that's the thing I have no... I gotta do... Oh, I gotta do the laundry. It's gotta get done. No one's gonna do it. It's not gonna do itself. Jeez, I better... Better just hurry up and do all this laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so then they go into the house. And this is another, like, pretty effective scene, I think. Uh, well, before they do that, why... You should probably say why they're back at the... Oh. Back... Double back because they, it's the only place that has a car that hasn't been booted. Yeah. It's like an old, uh, he has like an old patrol old cruiser. Car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got tonight on the Dukes. <laughs> but this is the thing about the crazies is that they, um, it's, uh, it's weird. It's like, they're able to, they're able to like plot things too. They're not just crazy because, well, they, they're crazy. They're crazy in that, you know, they have no remorse and they're, they're less inhibited, more apt to kill. Yeah. Just like, um, you know, Bill the first with his family. Like it's 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 all done in a very cold and calculating manner. It's not done in any sort of like, you know, uh, raving lunatic, uh, you know, yelling at the shadows and stuff like that. They actually are like, I'm gonna go there and I'm going to kill him because that sounds like a really good idea to me. <laughs> that was a line in this movie, I think. Should have been. <laughs> but yeah, because they go in, uh, Ridahaha goes into the bedroom where they were getting uh, what they were getting ready for their unborn child and mm-hmm. she sees uh, the mother and or the, well, she the, doesn't the, see her no she but she is but she is uh, tied up she's in yeah she's in the corner by the wife the, mo- the, the no uh Rory Calhoun <laughs> it's Rory Calhoun's wife and son that are in there so yes it is and she, like Rory's wife is in the corner and she takes her by surprise. Yes. Yeah. Because then and ties her up. Yeah, right. She does. They they, they do tie up. Brada, ha 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 ha. So I'm getting. So this is my thing. Is like they're 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 crazy. They're like a little, little bit psycho, but they're they still have motor skills. Yeah, and they still have the know it all. The know all to lure in tan pants because knowing mm. that he'll try to save his wife if he can't fi- like look for his wife if he can't find her. Um, the wherewithal. The wherewithal. If if you will. So, yeah, and, and this, I, I have a note here that this is very unsanitary, because he gets stabbed in the hand, 
<laughs> through the hand. Through the hand, drives it through her neck, and then mm-hmm. pulls the knife through both of them. Yeah, I don't know how he does not end up infected. He must have like an ultra immune system. Well, and that's my that's my question too. Like, is it just through the water, or is it through blood, or like it has to be well, through they blood, said, right? Like, well, not necessarily. Well, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, there's not every not every you know illness is blood borne, but I mean, yeah. they had said that this was through um, ingesting in the water or or possibly uh, an airborne virus because that's why they told the soldiers uh, that work for Google Earth not to take <laughs> off their masks. I laugh every time you say Google Earth, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, exactly. And the only thing is like. I just didn't know why he didn't just try to take his hand out rather than take the knife through them. Like that was a that to me is a is a silly risk to take. Yeah, cool scene though. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then of course Russell uh, ends up shooting the son uh, through out from outside through the window, mm-hmm. and this is where he starts to kind of go off the deep end. Well, because he comes in and he he plugs them like yeah a bunch of times just to be safe, just to be safe, and. I don't know if uh, at this point I was I was really on board with uh, Russell being sick because I was like, you know what, that's that's actually pretty smart. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't think he do not blame him for doing that at all. I didn't think he was sick yet either, but at the same time, I like I, I'm thinking like this might get worse though. Like I, I th- yeah. actually, you know what's uh, interesting? The only only after rewatching them this time did I realize he was even sick in the movie at any point because I thought he was just losing his mind. At the situation, yeah. not necessarily being a uh, crazy, but being like you know, just coming unhinged. Yeah, from the from yeah. just the very situation of the whole thing. Yep. But either way, um, they get out of there because you know, it's, it's well they they get the wheels back on the the cruiser. Yeah, and they encounter yeah. a helicopter. <laughs> It, the last scene where um, Timothy Oliphant or Tan Pants, I was say, I was uh, say, who the hell's Timothy Oliphant? <laughs> uh, you know, stabs Rory's wife through with the knife that's stuck in his hand. Uh, my my friend Ben, his girlfriend, that's like her favorite part in the movie. Uh, the one that sticks out to her the most, and this portion coming up here is the one that sticks out the most to me. It's like one of the things that I took away from this movie when I originally saw it in theaters. I was like, that was one of the coolest scenes, the car wash oh, scene that's coming up. Going to the car wash. Yeah, because yeah. they, uh, you're right, they enc- they encounter uh, like a, a CIA helicopter or Google Earth helicopter, <laughs> and uh, they have they they try to avoid it by going into uh, a car wash. Yeah. Yep, and uh, <laughs> does not work out well for them. No, no. Oh, this <laughs> it does this, not end this well. This is gonna end well. Yeah, exactly. There's a bunch yeah. of crazies in there, and uh, oh, uh, Dan Pan gets a pretty horrific death. She would have been squirming a lot more with the way that she went. Yeah, but I mean, kicking and whatnot. Yikes! Well, unless her neck just broke. I suppose. I mean, that's what I, I I assumed that happened like pretty quickly because they run back there awful quick. And yeah, they uh, already... well, what? Yeah, she gets hung up in the the wiring by the crazies, and they everybody jumps out of the car to go back to try to save her. And as they can't save her and have to deal with the fact that she's dead now, Google Earth like destroys the cruiser. Yeah, just blows it up. Yeah, and that was one of the scenes that really like because I was not. 
absolutely expecting that, but you can kind of tell something was going to happen with the way they were framing the shot. And, like, just, I don't know, or like an RKO. <laughs> Cruiser gone. Yeah. <laughs> just like an RKO. You're right. Yep. Um, it, here, okay, here's the thing I want to mention, too. They they seem to, like, hinting at the fact... I, I don't know, I don't know, maybe I'm taking this the wrong way, but they seem to hint at the fact that uh, Rada Ha 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 and uh, Tan Pants may also be crazy at times. Because mm-hmm. they have their little argument. They have a couple of arguments where uh, Tampants kind of starts yelling. But then, and then there's like a calm. And then he just kind of says like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You know what I mean? Like they kind of, yeah. you kind of think Those are like, really, really good one up towards the end when they're at the truck stop. Yeah. And like, you really yeah. think for a moment like, oh, is one of them about to go? And yeah. it doesn't happen. But but either way, this is around the time where we find out the the incubation period is forty eight hours. So, well, yeah, that... because they're walk, they start trotting down the the highway, and there's like one car driving along the highway. Yeah, and it's the lone car coming down a deserted highway, <laughs> and yeah, this is gonna end well. And Russell just finds a like one of those like uh, spike strips, spike strips, and just throws it out there. Well, that was the section where they they had uh, spiked his tires when he had tried to go um, to where the hell was he trying to get to um, the the major city near oh Cedar Ogden Rapids Marsh Cedar Rapids yeah. right uh, he was going there and they spiked his tires and so he I'm guessing they left the spikes behind because he grabs it even after. Uh, t- <laughs> Tan Pants was like, we need the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. He just takes it down, and it flips like four times. Yeah. Even if it hadn't, they wouldn't have been able to drive that car because they destroyed all four tires. Well, and again, and this is where you really get the sense of Russell is off the deep end, like, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, and we fu- I mean, he started Go laughing. Ahead. He started, like, laughing maniacally not 30 seconds after uh, Dan Pan died, so. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, again, that, that lends more to the, you know, uh, coming unhinged, uh, unable to compartmentalize what's going on around him. Yeah. You know, he just it's slowly the cheese is coming off the cracker, as it were. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they, they get the government agent who is in the loan vehicle, and they start questioning him, and you find out that the, it's the Trixie virus. Yes. And they were using it as a biological weapon. Yeah, this scene, this scene almost doesn't need to exist, to be honest with you. Because I'm, well, not, I'm not a huge fan. I think we mentioned this before in the, um, oh god, what was it we were talking about? Oh, Killer Clowns episode. Yeah. Um, that like it doesn't. I don't. I don't feel like a movie like this. You really need to over-explain too much about why everything's happening. I think the information they glean from this, uh, this government agent, um. It could have been, you know, information they could have gotten off of, like, files that were left behind by Google Earth because they knew that they were going to destroy Ogden Marsh. Yeah. Uh, the only thing it really does uh, serve as far as the plot advancement is what happens next is when, you know, um, Russell shoots the guy. Yeah, oh yeah, like right in the head. While, while Tan Pants is talking to him and trying to get information out of him. He's like, I need to talk to him. Uh, he talked enough. Yeah, yeah. The, um, uh, crazy Russell is pretty entertaining, I gotta say. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I just wanted to talk to the guy. He's like, you talked. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so they he plugs them right in the head, and uh, they uh, that this is where this is where they take Russell's gun, and Russell ha- Russell has another gun because he finds it in the other dude's uh, car. Yes, and he basically uh, is holding Tan Pants and Red ha 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 hostage at this point. Essentially. Well, he makes them he, he makes them walk, and he, they're walking out in front of them. But then, um, old Tan Pants is like he, he decides to confront Russell. So, are they trying to say here? Okay, yes, because this confrontation comes up, and Tan Pants knocks him out and steals his gun, and Russell kind of like has some. Uh, All right, Russell. Here's the deal. Yeah, bam! Right in the face. <laughs> But are they trying to say here that he's in, like, such the early stages of the disease that he can still kind of have, he still has some of his humanity? Or is it, like, a thing where, I don't know, like, it just seems weird to me that he's obviously infected now, but he's not, he still has, he's still able to, like, be normal. He still has his faculties about him. I think it has to do with the fact that he was further down the, down the line, um, uh, when it comes to you know the water distribution in town, because he makes mention of that, okay, uh, that he's he's further he would have still have gotten infected by it, but he was further down, so he's like right on the cusp of the would have been right on the cusp of the forty eight hour incubation period. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's definitely like early stages. Then you you think? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because it's pretty quickly, and then he punches him, and he goes, "Oh, can I still walk with you guys?" <laughs> <laughs> for a little while yeah. i'm sorry but he does get his humanity back he, yeah russell is uh russell i think is like the biggest hero of the movie to be honest with you yeah yeah um because he he sacrifices himself so that they can get by and get to this uh truck stop because he he knows it's it's over because they, they they said there's the guys uh, they were talking to before Russell shot him essentially said there's no cure. If you haven't shown any symptoms by 48 hours, you don't have it and you're fine. But if you do, uh, it's not long after that for you. Yeah, yeah. He he knows he knows it's over like the gobbledygooker. And uh... <laughs> oh. so so you had to make that one, I, didn't I you? Guess... <laughs> Oof. I, I guess that would be me saying that it isn't over, so that's not accurate. Uh, it is over for him, and he gets shot the fuck up. Yep. And like I said here, I would have liked to have seen one of them kind of like look at him and it would, be the, the callback for the kid. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. But alas, it is not to be. No, no nuance. We go to a truck stop. <laughs> Quick fills. This is where. He, Tan Pants had had that sick burn on that dude earlier about, um, you know, not questioning on why, why he couldn't leave his wife and why he could. Yes. And, uh, the place is, you know, deserted at Ghost Town and the, uh, Tan Pants was like, the night before it was packed, like Grand Central Station, he says. Mm-hmm. Grand, and, Grand uh, Central Station in Ogden Marsh. <laughs> yeah, in in Iowa. Yeah. So he starts. They start looking around, and um, it's a deserted uh, truck stop, and so this is gonna end well. <laughs> yeah. The, again, the title of the movie. Yeah. It's gonna end well. well, this is also where we find out that um, uh, Google Earth is killing all the. They end up killing all the towns, folks. <laughs> Google Earth is killing everyone, guys. <laughs> We're not gonna be on Google for very long. <laughs> hey, this is just in the movie. We didn't make this movie. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, don't go get it us. Get it uh, George Romero don't, and the guys who... Yeah. Don't take our word for it. Oh, wait, that's later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this is like the truck stop. Um, this is basically like the big finale of the movie uh, at the truck stop. Be- yeah, because, and you and you, you, you kind of get to see the poachers that are there, there. Yeah, you mentioned also this this scene. Oh uh, yes, because of the argument they have. Yeah, because, um, you know he, uh, she's feeling like defeated, and he wants to move on, and they're like just kind of bickering back and forth about what to do, and it just the calm comes over them, and he's like, "Look, just just tell me what you want to do if you want to." Stay here and die. I'll stay here and die with you, or we can try to leave. Yep. So. And then they mac. It's actually one of the. It's one of the better scenes uh, as far as like story, character, and dialogue in the movie. Yeah, and then they swallow each other's faces. Well, you know, it's as one does um, <laughs> when being pursued by infected and Google Earth. I mean, I did like the fact, I did respect the fact this is a horror movie where they don't stop in the middle of a chase and start making out. <laughs> and I think it's, I think it's perfectly fine too, because I mean, they're, you know, they're a married couple and they're expecting their kids. I mean, the tensions and emotions have been running high. So Indeed. Yeah. Um, but then we find out that the, uh, all is not as it seems at the truck stop. Uh, the poachers are there because then we see one of them in the uh, the kitchen oh yeah i ju- i straight and... up like legitimately jumped at that part oh yeah because it's so i have a note here quiet. you know what he's not the creepiest lo- looking line cook ever <laughs> yeah that's true uh i can uh, safely say having gone to a university cafeteria that that is unequivocally or however you say that word uh correct Without a doubt, he is not the creepiest looking line cook I've ever seen. No, and probably not the worst either. No, (laughs) tried to kill her and everything. Still not the worst. Still not the worst line cook. (laughs) But but yeah, we find out there's poachers and and she uh, has to uh, the play dead. Yes. Mm. Yeah, she hides with a with a knife and uh, she corpses. Yeah, she hides in the corpses and she hides with a knife and she hides in the closet. And uh, Tan Pants ends up having a pretty crazy fight um, with uh, one of the guys underneath a truck. Yes, Optimus Prime Evil. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is a scene where he he sets this guy on fire, and yep. it is right underneath that truck. Mm-hmm. Like they straight up drive over the fire. I was like, oh man, yes. <laughs> there are risks all over this movie. <laughs> There, yes, there. There's a few, like the knife, the this thing. Uh, they, they, t- t- uh, tan pants is just not giving a fuck. No, and they, they get in Optimus Prime Evil, and they, uh, they drive away, and they find out that it's the final countdown. <laughs> we should stop. We don't have the rights for that. I don't want to get oh, taken crap. down. Oh crap! How much do we sing yeah. of that? I think we're good. I think we're good. We just did the the breakdown and the the, the name of the song. I'll get Daniel Bryan to foot the bill. <laughs> Hell, there we go. Another ref. We're really packing them in there just to make up for Ben Arthur and its lack of uh, everything. <laughs> yes, its lack of being a movie. Yes, and this is where we find out that Google Earth is going to nuke Iowa. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Well, you know. Well, I, I wait. Uh, you mean, just you mean Ogden Marsh? Ogden Marsh yeah. yeah, 
Shane's ancestral home. <laughs> Every time when you said that at first, I thought you said incestual home. No, ancestral. <laughs> Just, come on, Brendan, be better. Wow, that's a pretty harsh criticism. <laughs> be better. Why can't you do this good? <laughs> they do go transport truck surfing. Transport truck surfing. Well, when they nuke, uh, you know, Shane's parents' place, and the the wave or the shock wave catches up with them, they're essentially surfing in the transport truck they're driving away in. This is true. They're riding the uh, the shock wave, as it were. Shock wave and Optimus Prime, and I got two awesome Transformers references in too. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> riding the shock wave sounds like a cool punk band. Yeah. There you go. Or like, uh, it's like it's like a, a successor to like gleaming the cube, riding the shockwave, riding the shockwave. Yeah, starring Christian Slater's cousin, <laughs> <laughs> Jack Slater. Um, yeah, this is pretty much the the long and short of it because they they somehow survived this explosion. Uh, yes. that knocks the truck over. They crawl crawl out with their We Heart Iowa shirts that we see them later wearing because uh, mm-hmm. he nabbed a bunch of stuff from the truck stop. They're heading towards Cedar Rapids. All is well. Oh, wait a second. I think Google Earth executes another containment protocol on Cedar Rapids. I would like the sequel to Cedar with Cedar Rapids, please. Google Earth hates Iowa, apparently. <laughs> If you have gleaned anything from this episode, ladies and gentlemen, it is that Google Earth hates Iowa. Unfortunately, the movie Cedar Rapids is not a direct sequel of this movie. <laughs> is there a movie called Cedar Rapids? Yeah, uh, man, uh, Ed Helms is in it. Oh, are you sure it's not a sequel? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a sequel, but just like has nothing to do with the crazies. Wouldn't it be... Sounds like a stealth sequel? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be great if, like, in Cedar Rapids, like, uh, Tan Pants just showed up in, like, one scene and he was, like, his character from this movie? <laughs> wow, what happened to you? Oh, it was a crazy night. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> anyway, you want some drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sheriff. Yep. <laughs> so that was the crazies, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and as we, I think as we mentioned in the opening, I think we did, that uh, Romero was an executive producer on this. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, I was surprised that. They... Did you enjoy the Did you enjoy the credit scene? Oh yes, that's right. The, 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 newscaster. the newscaster and and Cedar Rapids is slowly going off the air, sort of thing. It felt very uh, Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead as well. Yes, which uh, I gotta say, like also just a F1, just a side note. That's that's also like a real. I think that was also a really good remake. Yes, I saw that in theaters, enjoyed it immensely. Well, I did as well. So, um, that is The Crazies, starring mm-hmm. Tan Pants, Rada Ha 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 Ha, Michelle, uh, Dan Pan, and, Dan and Pan. Russell. <laughs> Dan Pan and Russell, yes. But, I would say that uh, I enjoyed it wholeheartedly, even, it is, it is, pardon the pun, crazy, but yes. it is an easy, for sure, it's an easy watch. Oh, most definitely. And uh, if you haven't seen it, we I I absolutely recommend it. Yes, it was I saw it in the, uh, in the during the time um, when uh, my wife and I were uh, 
picking movies back and forth. Remember I told you I had to, I had to sit through like Nanny McPhee and, <laughs> yeah. and Baby Mama and stuff like that. Well, she had to sit through like this and The Hills Have Eyes, <laughs> Hostel. Oh God, I it, yeah, I uh, I will challenge you on that Baby Mama thing. That one's not not bad. No, it's not. But I mean, we were definitely picking movies that the other would not pick to go see. Yes, granted. You know, kind of like, sort of like what we do with each other here, sort of thing, <laughs> where it's like, oh, you made me watch Ben and Arthur. Well, I'm gonna look up some. I and I've got, I've got one for you oh, after Lord. the uh, after summer blockbuster season, oh. buddy. <laughs> Boy, howdy, you are gonna. Oof, you'll be like. You'll hate me. Hate me. I'm excited now. This only makes me more excited, you realize. My brother my brother will love me, but you will hate me. If it's yeah. Anyway, I don't even want to speculate. I, I I'm you've got me intrigued now. Alright. So but like we say this every every week, every second week, I guess. Um don't <laughs> take our word for it. No, it's um uh, Steve Newton from the Georgia Strait, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually uh, you know a West Coast uh, freebie paper, uh, says activism-minded moviegoers will welcome the second coming of Romero's cautionary tale, but they'll have to sit through one hell of a nasty pitchfork scene to get the message. Oh, okay. It was pretty nasty. But I mean, I like how he says that as if it's like a negative thing. Oh, you you want negative stuff? Because I would say, don't take my word oh. for it that it's awesome. I'm gonna give you some. You want one? Oh okay. no 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 no! Here's I just a... mean I just mean he described the way he described the pitchfork scene. It sounded as if he said like that was a negative aspect of the movie. Oh, okay. and I thought that was one of like the better scenes. So it just like was like what? Hmm. Yeah. Go no. Go ahead. Well, I'll give you a negative one, um, but it's from NPR. So I mean, what the, what oh, do they know? Oh God. No, oh, I'm just gonna do it in my uh, my best in NPR voice yes, here. Yes, please do your Garrison Keeler. No, no, no. I'm gonna do it in my best NPR yeah. voice. Wait, like, can I... he's great, but uh, if I'm gonna get the uh, the approximation of NPR, I'm gonna do the best um, average NPR. Can guy. I just okay, can right. I just ask the question before you start? How many people? Yeah, okay. How many people <laughs> out of the people that heard the words Garrison Keeler? Do you think knew who that was? <laughs> Anybody who's seen Prairie Home Companion. Oh, that's true. That was a fantastic little movie. movie. All right, go ahead. Anyhow, the uh, incoherences made all the uh, more uh, disappointing uh, because uh, Eisner displays a a great deal of uh, raw talent for the genre's uh, tone and uh, set pieces. Oh, sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What do they know, right? Good lord, that's Ian Buckwalter, isn't it? Yes, it is. This, uh, this, this is my impression of him is pretty good. I guess that was NPR. I thought they were. I thought they were there for a second. You just turned on the radio. Um, (laughs) This is from uh, Peter Rayner from the Christian Science Monitor. (laughs) Funny enough, though, this doesn't really have anything to do with either of those things it just says while it loses the charm of romero's low budget clunkiness it is in all other regards superior yeah he gave it a b minus christian science yes well you know why because none of them sought out the help of a doctor (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry Uh, i'll behave myself no 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 you you, no i (laughs) stand by your convictions 
<laughs> um, this negative review is from Rick Groan, <laughs> which I think is the, <laughs> maybe the greatest critic name ever. <laughs> the Globe and Mail. Oof. Uh, the blood is certainly convincing these days. I don't know why he says these days, but it generally only flows in the in the safest and most inoffensive, uncontroversial directions. Hmm. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. Okay, well, you know what? Um, I've got a positive one from uh, What Culture. Oh. And um, in a true What Culture tradition, possibly worth watching for a bit of laugh if you're a fan of Romero or horror generally, but it's nothing that'll be re- remembered for long after you've leave the theater. <laughs> oh, Nathan, are you still there? Oh, yes. okay. Uh, the, the the What Culture guy just like came in for a second and read uh, read his review. <laughs> Wanted to make sure you were still there. <laughs> no, there. I mean, there is a lot. Like, like we were saying, it's got a seventy-one percent Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, like the average rating is like a six point something out of ten. Like it, 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 it did fairly well. I mean, and the the thing with it is the it was it's it's got a decently positive review with critics and for horror movies. Uh, you know, for me, anyways, as a fan of the genre. If the critics are saying it's good, I've got to check it out because normally when it comes to horror, it's not a genre that is well received by critics. No, not really. So yeah, and even like I'm looking at the uh, the the box office here, uh, budget budgeted at twenty million. So I mean, a pretty like good budget for a horror movie. Not not a low budget, but like enough, and it made fifty four. So I mean. Double its budget made double back, even so. if the even if the marketing was double the budget or even if with the marketing it was double the budget they still made a profit of like fifteen million. Yep. So that was that that was that film, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, it was crazies. That was the crazies, and now I will uh, give it drop a hint for the oh just a oh, moment. Oh, uh, yes. If, if uh, just uh, before I just need to play this um this where I can find that that. I was going to put on this, uh, this... Hello! It's your good friend Montrose Monkington III here. I hope you've been enjoying the, uh, the antics of, of Brendan and that uncouth ne'er-do-well Nathan, uh, for the, uh, what were they thinking podcast. Uh, if you've in- enjoyed it, uh, uh, if you're so inclined, since you're still on your mobile device or possibly the internet, uh, head on over to Montrose Monkington TV, uh, where you'll see my escapades, uh, my reviews of wrestling, and interviews with wrestlers, and other things that I do just as I, I get about out uh, in Canada as a British monkey. Uh, you can also join me on Facebook at Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and friends. Thank you. More later. Wow. He just did he just push you aside re- there. No, he recorded that earlier this week. I just put that on. Oh, gotcha. I told him he doesn't like being in the same room as me. I've so. heard that. Like, there's a lot of there's still a lot of tension there, isn't there? Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, as long as he keeps paying, I'll keep playing. We got to get to the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm going to mention this right now because we haven't uh, really mentioned this before, before I hint at the next one. But uh, we're still working out the kinks. But I think coming up, because we're coming up in a couple of months on our one year as being a yep. podcast. Um, so I think we're going to be doing some kind of awards thing. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I'll get on my uh, my... My best Vera Wang gown and uh, walk the red carpet. We're gonna have some bit, some some guests, uh, of course, uh, from the, some of the movies we've covered. I, I, you know, they're all fans of the podcast. They're all they've all decided to show up. 
Uh, yeah. We can't invite all of them. We have nothing but, but complimentary things to say about the movies they're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certain. Uh, uh, oh, don't forget about me. Yes, yes. She'll be there too. Uh, She'll be there too. We'll, we'll definitely have uh, the, the Mother Superior. <laughs> None from Silent Night, Deadly Nights. <laughs> but if you thought the last category was terrible, the next one's going to be way worse. <laughs> Yeah, she's just. I, we're afraid she's gonna take home the awards herself, so we're gonna have to put like you know, we'll have to keep an eye on her. But I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so next uh, next episode. Well, I mean, stay tuned for our mailbag next week because we're doing that too now. So uh, mailbag will be up next week. I answer questions from you, lovely people. Uh, and we'll try to actually reveal the uh, the movie in the mailbag this time. Well, here's the thing. I just figured out logistically the movie will be have already been revealed by that point. Oh. So. We can definitely mention the movie, though, as well. Of course. So, if, for those of you who are not following us on Facebook, goddammit. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> Here's what's coming up. Here's your hint. I want you to watch this movie. That's it. I want you to watch this movie. Yep. Okay. Well, I will, Brendan. Well, thank you. It's really cooperative of you. Well, I mean, considering we have to talk about it, I figure I'll, I'll, I will. That would be an, an awkward episode. I did not watch it. Uh, go at it, Brendan. I'll make some, you know, interesting noises and whatnot as we go along. <laughs> oh, is that the case? Yeah. Mm. Yep, that's what's going to happen. Just <laughs> farting in the background for an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, man. This movie just leaves me with, uh, with I guess, questions. Well, please, uh, Brendan, uh, expound upon these questions as I may have answers for you. Well, in a movie mm-hmm. where um, uh, Tan Pants, formerly known as Olive right. Pants, right. and uh, mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. a couple in a small town. Yeah, that's uh, fairly normal. Yep, yep. That's, yep, yep. Um, in a movie where the town mayor is possibly more terrifying than the monsters that invent uh, the the crazies that eventually inhabit the town i follow yeah and you know what this movie's pretty awesome so i mean normally i'd say this what were they thinking 